A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. COVID-19 patients need your help. If you've fully recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have the antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients recover. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today to schedule an appointment to donate blood. That's V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T dot Help save lives and schedule your appointment at Vitalant.org. You could help save lives. This is an ode to the glass noodle. You may be glass only in name, but our love for you is crystal clear in every Bibigo Korean dumpling. Your tantalizing texture tickles the taste buds. And while you are see-through, the world can't help but see you. The glass noodle, one of many obsessively crafted ingredients in every plump and juicy Korean dumpling from Bibigo. Go handcrafted. Go Bibigo. Authentic Korean dumplings now in the freezer aisle. On episode 73 of Confessions of a Marketer, we're becoming better marketers. Hi, it's Mark Reed Edwards. Welcome back to Confessions of a Marketer. John Chang of IBM is back in to continue our chat about his career planning template. And this time we get specific about how marketers can use it. We will get to John in a moment. Next time, we'll be chewing the fat about social selling with Jonathan Soros. And then in July, a couple of episodes with Rob Whedon of Deal Signal and Jeremy Middleton of Pramata to discuss data, intent, and marketing. I went on location at the Prism HR headquarters in Hopkinton, Mass., to talk with CMO Scott Horn about being a CMO in a high-growth company, and I'll bring that chat to you soon. And boy, the great chats just don't end. A.J. Wilcox will join me soon to chat about the social media minefield. Joe Martin of CloudApp will be in to chat about using video and visuals in marketing. And Angel Hollis Vaccaro of Deloitte We'll be here to discuss the Deloitte report Beyond Marketing Experience Reimagined. That's just a taste of the chats we have coming up. I thought maybe I'd take a bit of the summer off, but I don't think that's going to happen. If you've recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today. I want to invite you to have a listen to my other venture, the Innovation Podcast, the iPod, we like to call it, with my pal Garnett Harriman. Lots of fun stuff happening there. Head over to the innovationpodcast.co to tune in. Okay, on to John Chang. Last time we started our chat about his career planning template. This time we conclude our discussion, and he shares how you can use it to improve your work life and even become a better marketer. So let's get to it. Can you walk me through the rest of the template? Just give people a taste of it. Yeah. And I think this is great because there's really only three other types of sections and then they're repeated over and over and over again. So thinking about the five year kind of thing, if I'm just looking at the next slides again, like if you're listening to this, totally download it. It's free. There's no gating. You don't have to give me an email address. That's the whole purpose. I think that charging people for content is kind of a race to the bottom. So here we have another matrix. I love matrices, but um, this is something... (laughs) 
<laughs> that I started doing when I was actually at Kickstarter. The GM there was like, hey, I need to better understand all these great ideas that you have, but align to a matrix that's impact versus the resources that it requires. And I started using that. And then in other conversations, there's one of the original employees of meetup.com. I was like kind of talking to him about this kind of stuff. And he's like, yes, the bottom left box where there's little impact, but there's also fewer resources. I think that's kind of a trap because we keep just spinning our wheels because we get that little dopamine drop and we think that we're progressing forward, but we're not actually jumping far enough ahead. And that's why I made this five years rather than one year to start out because we were trying to find those North Stars. So what we're really optimizing for, what are the things that have the biggest impact that might require tons of resources, but then we can kind of draw back and dissect it from there. So to me, it's a strategic way to figure out your priorities to get to where you want to be based on the perceptual map and the two things you want to be known for. If you wanted to dive even further into this, it doesn't state it explicitly, but this is where it would go into OKRs, objectives and key results. Because now that you have your priorities, right. you know the two things that you're going for, there are objectives and key results that you can align to this for the next um, several years. So let's bring it to the subject of my podcast series. How can marketers, no matter where they are in their career path, use this template and career planning in general to not only improve their work life, but also, you know, become better marketers. How can they do that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, in one of the previous podcasts that we did together, I talked about the marketer. Yeah. Really, it's just like a marketer who needs like technical skill sets. So if we did start with this perceptual map, then we would be like, well, I want to be a marketer who is great at creative, but then also great at technical skills. And then I would go find people online who are also good at that. Like Rand Fishkin. Rand Fishkin might be a great person. And then it's through this like forced research, you're able to then say, here's the cluster of people I want to exist in and with. And then afterwards, now I'll figure out the things that they've done that have had the biggest impact on their careers. And I'll put it into this next slide in that matrix. And I'll start making my own objectives. Right. And you can do this in a couple ways. First, influencers, people who have large online presences, it's actually kind of easy. You can just I'm not going to use the word stock too heavily, but you can just research <laughs> their history online. Sure, sure. And then also you can just ask them. That's one of the reasons why I do these online office hours. It's not because like I'm like the best of whatever, but I think that there's a knowledge sharing economy that needs to exist for all of us together as marketers, as professionals to increase our skill sets and get to where we want to go. So I would say that's how I would use that. Let's say you want to be a content marketer, but you're also trying to move into UX, then you would find people who have like a background in both content and UX. You can search them by job title on LinkedIn. You can maybe read a business book and then see who's cited. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite things. I love citations. And so it, those are some of the ways that you can use this to then figure out where you want to go. What a novelty to get a message out of the blue on LinkedIn just asking you for advice or asking you a question rather than trying to sell you something. That's the way I look at it. Yes. Whenever it doesn't happen that often to me on LinkedIn or elsewhere where someone's asking for advice, but when it's just that and it's just a pure question about something, it actually makes you feel good because that is really when you get down to it, what social media should be about, 
but it's kind of become polluted with a lot of out-of-context messages. But when you get something like that, that you're describing, it's so refreshing and interesting. Thank you. And I, I absolutely agree with that. And it's it's another thing, like you said earlier, it just sounds so basic, but we don't do it. It's, it's just very basic ways to interact with other human beings when we kind of Instead of checking our ideals at the door, we check our non-personal objectives at the door. Like it, it really flipping the model. Right. And then the mm. other the, the other two sections in here are really just the focus per year. And this is where there are things that you start, expand, continue, and stop. This is actually something that I made many, many years ago because I wanted to figure out when right when I moved to New York, what are the things per quarter, per month, per year that I think I want to start and where do I want to be? And like I just pulled something out of thin air. I was like, I want to be a CMO in however many years. Right. So I just worked backwards in the professional hierarchy. I'm like, okay, there's a CMO, there's an SVP, there's a VP, there's whatever. And then I just started saying, all right, it would take me three years to get to this position, two years to get to that position. And then I I read all these job descriptions, did some word clouds and figured out the skills that are necessary and then mapped out how long it would take me to learn those skills. And that ended up with like a 10 year career plan to become a CMO. So with that, one of the things, though, is that you need to stop doing things like there's some things that you just cut. Yeah. And yeah. It's, I think that that's, that's actually to your point. I'm doing a bunch of stuff right now. I'm really bad at saying no. Um, <laughs> so anyone listening, ask me to do something I'm really bad at saying no. But I added that section in here for myself, but um, the more I talk to people, I hear, I think this is a commonly shared issue from year to year or quarter to quarter. What are the things that like you enjoy doing, but you need a sacrifice to start something else that gets you to your eventual goal. So I would actually say this slide that's labeled focus per year is the most important. Well, the word focus is really important, isn't it? Hyperfocus, that's another term that's overused, but really important. But just, you know, kind of sticking to your knitting, as they say, and, and you know, focusing on what's important rather than things that aren't important to you. Yeah, well, here's one thing, and it's that, like, I want to lean into teaching. So, for example, there's a 10-week course at General Assembly that I've taught, I think, 13 times. And about a year or so ago, I stopped teaching it because even though I love the General Assembly community like that, I love teaching adults. And I mean, and it it, like was great additional supplemental income. But leaning into teaching at NYU and a speaking career was important to me. So I was like, I actually need to have, I need to make a financial sacrifice here. And I also need to sacrifice something that I do enjoy doing. And I know that I'm good at to venture into an unknown of something. I'm not sure if I'm good at it. Right. (laughs) And I need to actually have upfront capital to jumpstart that kind of career. So when I was initially starting to speak, I was like, I'll speak for free anywhere. And I had a slush fund to fly myself to places, pay for my own lodging, knowing that there was required startup capital and risk there Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that's how, and that's where this focus per year really came in. Well, one thing I think I can say pretty safely is that, John Chang, you're going to be a huge success. Ten years from now, when I'm sitting on my dock up in Maine with a with a fishing pole retired, you will be running something. And I think that's almost a certainty. Thank you. That's the goal. But also, the other goal is to be sitting with you fishing. That would be great. Yeah, well, you can work anywhere these days. So, so you'd be welcome up exactly. there. Anyway, John, it was great having you on. As always, I really appreciate you joining me. And I think this stuff that you're talking about 
for career planning is so important and I can't wait to share it with my audience. Thanks for being here. Amazing. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. All right. Next time, Jonathan Soares will be in to talk about social selling. So stay with us. This episode of Confessions of a Marketer was written, produced, and edited by yours truly. T. Jordan of A-Class Productions wrote the theme music. Confessions of a Marketer is a trademark of Reed Edwards Global Inc., and this episode is copyright 2019. I'm Mark Reed Edwards. See you next time.